0: I can remember being probably 25, 25, probably right on 25, 25 or 26 ish. And so I guess I really can't remember. <laughs> I can remember the exact conversation and the context and everything about it. I just, I'm terrible with time. I'm terrible with dates. Um, it is weird how bad I am with time and dates. I just cannot tell you specifically, um, the year that something happened and anything like that. Anyway, I was having this conversation with this very, very successful, prominent person. And he had reached a very, very high level of success, um, but was very, um, very accessible. He and I were, were, were more friends than anything else. And I, I was curious, and I asked him, I said, well, you know, when do you really stop learning? You know, you sort of have everything figured out. And he actually gave me an answer. It's like, oh, it's this age, you know, I really figured everything out. And now here I am, uh, turning forty two and realizing how stupid that conversation was, because I am just constantly learning new things all the time. And that could simply be because I'm trying to learn new things all the time. Um but I just I, I can't <laughs> I can't imagine reaching a certain age or, or level of information that i've um that i've gotten and then think okay that's it and i just kind of shut off, i can shut off the learning now and and just move forward with what information i have but that being said there's probably every single one of us knows somebody like that somebody somebody who who, who time sort of did stop and that could be for for life experiences, new learnings, whatever it is. Um, so, there was this uh, this this segment is is what I've learned here here on my birthday. So, looking back over the last year, what I think that I really learned, what new learnings actually came to me, or really solidified, what old learnings it sort of it sort of clicked. Um, there was this this feature in Esquire Magazine for a long time, and maybe they still do it. It's called What I Learned. And it's exceptional. It was just one page, and it would be a famous person or a prominent individual, whatever. And they would sort of list off um, little bullet points about what they'd learned. So I would encourage you, if you're not familiar with that, you should be able to find all of them. Just, just search Esquire What I've Learned column or feature or whatever it was awesome ones some really really funny ones extremely um, poignant and impactful but definitely check that out so I did this for the first time when I was turning 40 because that seemed like that uh, seemed like it was a, a time to really be introspective and, and all that good stuff and you know it's less so I got less excited about doing this one not because I mean not for any good reason just because I think 40 was for me, uh, and probably for everybody, I'm uh, one of those milestone kind of birthdays. So I wanted to talk about what I've learned this year. So let's just get into it. I think I really learned about the necessity of independent thinking. The necessity of critically examining and critically thinking about why it is you think certain things. So critically thinking about your own thinking the importance of doing as much research as you are capable of doing and formulating your own independent thoughts on those things. I think that we are all, we all fall victim to bias and we all um, have different beliefs where we were brought up and the way that we were raised and the experiences we have have imprinted upon us uh, beliefs. And we then take those beliefs values and apply them to different situations and that's how we then make a judgment call as to whether this is good or bad right or wrong we should go left or right whatever it might be Um, but in today's world when (laughs) when you know there's so many things that are new and this this now that now that fake news has been a phrase that's normalized and it's just part of part of everyday conversation and there is just, there's disinformation everywhere and I, I don't care what side of anything you're on there's just so much disinformation and it makes it really hard then for us to uh, have agreed upon facts and without an agreed upon set of facts, the facts it's, a, it's really going to be hard for us to move forward because how it works is we have the same set of facts and then you as a Republican take your values and apply to those facts and then or you as a democrat take those values and apply to those facts and then you make decisions about things and so without without agreed upon facts we are in trouble for sure and that's going to get a lot worse before it gets better uh, via technology and all this other crap that's that's coming down the line and a ton of crap that we're not even aware of that's that, that's going to be blindsiding us and it's going to continue to blindside us and, Obviously, when we're dealing with things as important, we're dealing with the most important things in the world right now. We're dealing with 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 how to keep ourselves healthy, how to how to approach a pandemic. We're dealing with how to approach race relations in the United States of America. What's the way forward? And if we can't, if there's not agreed upon facts, we're just not going to get anything done or or we're never going to progress forward, which is a pretty scary thought. And all that you and I can do is, is do our best to do our own independent thinking try to get past the biases and the loyalties and stuff that, 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 that we've accumulated along the way, step out of that and really endeavor to interrogate reality and to find the real truth in things because we have to have truth. And then the next thing that I learned, uh, I'm going to try to weave these all together seamlessly is that we do, we, we, we do need safe spaces. And the first time I heard safe spaces, I thought, well, that is some nonsense. That is some nonsense. We are way too soft, way too sensitive. And I think that in some ways that's true. But what I'm talking about is that we need to give ourselves room to make mistakes. And I've talked a lot about this. We need to give ourselves room to make mistakes as we are doing this thinking and we're examining beliefs that we've held in the past and, 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 and things we're not sure about, things that are scary to us, things that are foreign to us, things that are, are outside of our comfort zone. As we explore these and think about them and talk about them, we need to give ourselves grace and others grace, the people that we're having a conversation with grace, uh, to allow them to, to to work through these sticky issues, whatever they are um so i think that that's extremely important we need to respect one another's dignity that you believe this um these are your values these are the things that you hold dear and not not jump all over them when it runs contrary to ours because it is it is possible <laughs> in fact half the time that the people that you are going to be interacting with are going to think differently than you which is which is good The whole notion here is that the whole notion is that you and I, as Americans and as earthlings, share a common belief in some kind of an ideal. And that is what holds us together. And as long as we're holding on to that together, we can have differences of opinions and we can have different values. Uh, so long as we are holding on to that one ideal together. In fact, the only way that we're going to get better and improve and keep moving forward is to have those disagreements and to, to sharpen one another. As Iron sharpens iron. That's what we need to be doing. And we need to disagree and we need to do it civilly. And again, give one another the grace and a safe enough space to be able to have these kinds of really, really hard conversations. And we need to be kind to one another. We need to be kind to to one another, and I think that we are very much lacking in that right now. And as I say that, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, certainly, if you if you were to think that social media was the real world, then we would absolutely be lacking in kindness. But is it? It's not. Uh, certainly, it's part of it. But are we being kind in our our treatment of 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 others? And then, of course, I'm aware of the golden rule and have been aware of the golden rule forever. But this is one of those new new learnings that as we sort of revisit ancient wisdom, how does it how does it apply today? And going back to the kindness thing, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Are you treating others the way that you would want them to treat you or the, the way that you would want to be treated? And are you treating yourself uh, in a manner that is in line with how you would, or, or how others, how you would want others to treat you. It's kind of like that. Give yourself grace. Give yourself spa- uh, safe space uh, because we all make mistakes. We 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 all make mistakes. I think that 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 probably one of the biggest and well, one of the most important things that I learned this year is that. Uh, that, that that we're all human beings and we're the mistakes that we make, this, the mistakes that I've made, things that I feel shame about or embarrassed of, it doesn't serve me to to carry that embarrassment of that shame. I need to be able to I need to be able to forgive myself because the things that I did have all been perfectly human. just perfectly human being things to do. I look back on some of the stuff that I've been carrying with me forever. I'm like, you know what, George? That is such a per. That is just such a human thing to do. You got to let that go. And it's all part of the human condition. Um, so for you, the things that 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 you feel shame about, or feel regretful, or have 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 regret or pain or sadness or whatever that the things that you have done, I want you to think about, hey, are you being too tough on yourself? Are the things that, that, that you're thinking about, is that just a totally human thing that you can chalk up to just being a person and then be able to move past it and be able to forgive yourself for those things? and if you're able to do that i think that that's extremely healthy and and a really 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 positive thing for you moving forward it's going to help you in every aspect of your life i think 100% uh i think that i think that this year has has shown me that um talked a lot about over the years about how my favorite quote used to be uh in this life you're the hammer you're either the hammer or the anvil, meaning you're either the thing that does the hitting or you're the thing that gets hit. And it's kind of like and at no point where they will 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 these two things combine um, or meet. But the reality is that I've discovered is that, you know, n- nobody's doing this by themselves. Nobody's on an island. It's not. There's no such thing as a, a self-made woman or a self-made man. We're all certainly in this together and i really view it as that all the work that i'm doing i'm i'm sort of co-creating you know i'm working with others and getting help from other other humans and the universe or whatever it might be you know i don't want to get too deep into that kind of stuff but that's what i'm coming to 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 sort of re, sort of embrace and recognize that uh, that i'm doing a lot more co-creation than and and i always have um, and to resist that idea i think is 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 foolish learning about things like human design which is a super interesting concept and the law, law of attraction and all that jazz um it's all work that i've been doing so stuff that i've learned let's see here what else what else what else i think that um well i i i i i know that we've all got to get stronger um physically stronger mentally stronger emotionally stronger we need to get financially stronger um so it it it, it all really goes to resilience so are you getting up and and doing what you need to on a daily basis and i'm not talking about working 24 hours a day eight days a week none of that None of that crap. I'm just talking about making sure that you understand the core things that you need to be doing consistently to be a healthy and strong, resilient person. And are you willing to make the trade-offs that it takes to really get there? Um, now I'm not going to be able to remember it. I was talking to uh, Mark Winters, who was going to be on the podcast, uh, I think this thursday or something like that and we're talking about delayed gratification and life's trade-offs and he talked about delayed gratification except he didn't use the term delayed he used the term extended it's like you make a choice right now and you're making that choice because you want extended gratification down the road and i thought that that was an exceptional way to frame that and a different way to think about it so you need I I think that we all need to be making those those decisions to be waking up and exercising because you want to be healthy later in life you want to be healthy today sure but you're making the decision to get off the couch and exercise or get out of bed and exercise versus getting a little extra sleep and sleeping in or sitting on the couch and watching a show the same thing goes for for every aspect of life it's picking up some kind of a a good self-help habit or a good mental wellness habit thats meditation whatever gratitude whatever just that you're doing that you're doing it yes for today but we chop wood in the summertime not because we're going to burn the wood in the summertime we chop wood all summer long because we need to burn it during the winter time that's why we're doing it that's why we're always chopping wood so are you doing the work and are you from a financial standpoint are you screwing yourself by the kind of lifestyle you have right now? Or are there opportunities that you could take a small step back now so that you really set yourself up for long-term financial success later? How long are you going to live for? You're going to live till 70, 80, 90, 100? Mark says he's going to live till 150, which I thought was pretty cool. Um <laughs> i think i told him i was gonna live to like 95 and he's like oh i'm gonna live to 150 i thought oh shoot i really i uh i i i I'm, I'm selling myself short um but you need to get stronger you need to, to develop resilience and the way that you do that is by making different choices here's one that i've always known since i've been since i've been uh and since I've been a grown up, I got introduced to Napoleon Hill, thinking, grow rich of uh, fame. And his famous line says that every adversity carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Have you ever heard that before? I will say it again. Every adversity carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. So all the crap that comes your way, if you look hard enough, there is a good in that at least as substantial as the bad you just experienced and oftentimes an even greater good than what you just went through so i don't know where you're at i don't know where you're at in 2020 i don't know if you've got a business that just got destroyed because of the because of this i don't know if you have a loved one that 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 passed away I know that obviously you know if you listen to the show that that my brother died this year. None of us know, right? What's going to be coming, and life is extremely short. Uh, whether you're, you're you're whether you're dying early or you're living to one fifty. So wherever you are at this point in 2020, are you able to find? that seed of an equivalent or greater benefit in everything that we've been through. And if you haven't found it yet, dig, look, find, find that seed, find the positive that you can take out of what's happened really to us this year, Whatever's happened to you this year. What can you do to go and, 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 and make your year great. And that's really what I wanted to 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 close with here. It's what has this year taught you? What what new learnings have 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 you come across? Have 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 you enjoyed? Have you picked up? What are you learning consistently? Are you expressing yourself? Are you getting better? Are you doing whatever work that you should be doing? Um whatever it may be i want to encourage you to be thinking your thoughts being nice to people being kind um and 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 working to get stronger because again life is short i'm also fine to saying that there's only 50 saturdays a year um and just kind of frame that that to do your best to to do your best to um live the kind of life that you're interested in living um as as, as frequently as possible hopefully every day so the only way to live to know how you want the only way to live how you want is to know how you want to live spending too much time on social is your daily screen time over two hours are you a little bit overweight not saving enough money any or all of these are familiar strive could be for you the Strive 2-Week Online bootcamp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.